Hello everyone and welcome to episode 9 of You Talk. I'm Rob, that's Jay and this is Jean Hatchett. Jean is from Sheffield in South Yorkshire. She lives with her husband Jamie and her daughter. Uh, she is a radical feminist who campaigns on issues of men's violence against women. After suffering from domestic abuse in a past relationship, Jean has dedicated her life to helping other abused women realise what is happening to them and to raise funds to donate to those women's services who can help them. She raised funds for Naya, a service provider for some of the most vulnerable women who are victims and survivors of sexual and domestic abuse. Jean is firmly committed to ensuring that women have access to single-sex, women-only, trauma-informed services for the safety and recovery from male violence. Jean is a writer, just completing a novel which centres around two women at the birth of radical feminism movement in the UK. Jean runs Ride for Murdered Women a project which pays tribute to the lives of women who were murdered by men they knew. Jean campaigns for women's issues tirelessly, despite suffering from overall cancer. Jean, it's a pleasure to have you on You Talk. Is there anything that I missed that you would love our listeners to know about yourself? <laughs> I think you've, you've got a lot of it there. <laughs> my research Pretty team, as usual, Rob. <laughs> my research team are amazing. Like, what can I say? Uh, yeah, so could you tell our listeners a little bit about the Ride for Murders Women and also Nia? Nia? No. No. Um, uh, started riding uh, my bike in 2017 to one of the lives of all the women that were murdered throughout 2016 uh, by men as a result of domestic violence. So um, I began in around about April 2017 and uh, I was just thinking what could I do to turn something that I do practically into to something that could you know, pay proper tribute to to those women who've been stolen from the world because it is like they've been stolen by men. Um, and to try and raise awareness of the issue of domestic violence at the same time. So it was like a very personal thing, but also, you know, as usual, is quite quite political anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, it went, it was quite quiet. You know, at first I just kind of did them mainly for myself and posted them on, on my Twitter account. So a little bit about the life of each woman and how she was killed and how I felt that affected us, you know. And uh, so as I ride, I, t- I try to think of each woman and the most difficult part of the ride is usually um, thinking about how she died and how she might have felt yeah, I can imagine. and how desperately she might have fought against that. How many women died in 20... 20- 16 or 17 of domestic I, I violence. I haven't got those figures. Is it, is it? But carried on riding, m- so... More I, than one would, well, think, probably. It was, oh gosh, I think then it was about 87 women who were killed as a result of domestic abuse. Obviously, it's into the hundreds, women killed mm. by men, but yeah, um, I specifically focus on women who were murdered by men who were family members or former or current intimate partners. So, you know, um, the... I think it was around about 84 women that year. And then it's been between 80 and 100 each year beyond that. So I've ridden for 357 women so far. Uh, yeah, that was brilliant that you're doing that because I'm sure this is, I mean, Rob and myself, we had no idea that, that the figures were, were that high. So, you know, because of these these things that, that people like yourself are doing, you know, you're bringing awareness to it. Um, do you use, do you, do you, have you found that social media has been pretty important in terms of spreading um, that, that message and, and, and sort of the work that you do? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, as I carried on posting the names of the women, more and more people were shocked to read the stories. And, yeah. um, you know, obviously then I, I donated um, 
first of all to we're sad women in need and then to naya because i use the, the list that i use are created by karen ingala smith she's the ceo of naya so um it felt like a really circular thing to do to mm. tie two things together uh and gradually over time you know more and more people donated more and more people followed um what i did so yeah, yeah that's a, a brilliant case of social media being used for good yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. there are less aspects. and less of it we hear of these days but, <laughs> but it, it, it's great to hear that story as well um yeah i think and rob rob you have another question well, as well not that it really matters but how far do you ride in general uh, I said that I'd never ride less than 15 miles because I thought there had to be like a minimum or I could mm. just get on my bike and ride around the block. <laughs> yeah. So um, a minimum of 15 miles. Usually I ride about 20, 25, but I have ridden 100 once. So, you know. Wow. I've done that before. It's it's a painful day. That, um, is, a, that is a good... Yeah, it it's was a good distance. Isn't it? And you're 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 from Sheffield. Are you still based there? So when you ride around, do you do you do you ride around? Well, I mean, Derbyshire. Yeah, I ride into the Peak District mainly. Brilliant. So, plenty of hills. And- Beautiful memories for me back there. Yeah, back in the day <laughs> when I used to mountain bike around there as well. Oh, um, but yeah, long, long, long time ago. Um, but yeah, beautiful place. It's, it, I can't imagine, to be honest, anywhere better to to go cycling when you want to sort of think about this sort of stuff and yeah. and really put yourself into into that state of mind where where you can almost meditate on on, on yeah. you know the cause that you're cycling for, which is uh, which is brilliant. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll we'll do you do group uh, rides or or is it always um, just you know sort of you by yourself? It's a contentious issue, but it is women only rides. So, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, we'll be there in spirit then. We'll join yeah, yeah. in spirit. But once a year, I, I do open that up to everybody. And we've done uh, three now annual uh, rides where numerous women around the country take Amazing. part. Amazing. So, yeah, that is really, really good, actually, because that makes me feel a bit less alone just for one day. Yeah. 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 Uh, how was, uh, so onto a slightly different topic, how has COVID-19 impacted the services for NIA, NIA agencies that has been running for over 10 years? Have you seen a big impact of COVID? Even for like domestic abuse, I suppose, I personally would think that mm. domestic abuse rose. I know I saw some figures that suggested that it did because of the lockdowns and whatnot. I mean, obviously um, figures fluctuate and I won't speak for NIA. I don't, I don't work for NIA and fundraise for them, but mm. I do know that um, in the first part of this year, um, sort of on average over over a 10 year period, looking at the femicide census, it was one woman, woman killed every three days by a man. And then, you know, for the first part of this year, I think Karen put out some statistics that showed it had gone up to a woman killed every 2.5 days. So um, this year there are up to 12th of October, there were 115 women murdered by men. Of so, course, we, we had to say about Edward, uh happen right i went to clapham common for the the day after the vigil after and i live quite close to it and it's absolutely mental to think that like that still happened and the i think it was the yorkshire chief police officer said it was her fault was it some like some chief of police officer said that she shouldn't have uh, ever got into Uh, the car um was it west yorkshire it wasn't it was absolutely yeah yeah barbaric it's a barbaric view point it's mental (laughs) to think that someone could say such a horrible thing mm. um how did you meet karen uh, uh the she is the uh, owner i suppose the of uh CEO of, of um, yeah naya how, um, how did you two meet <laughs> there aren't that many women who are who are feminists of our nature really so radical feminist women kind of do tend to know each other somewhere <laughs> On the on the grapevine there, so I you, can, you, well, you can de- definitely create a community space on 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 U Hive. 
uh, you know, moving forward, definitely, because it's a great, it's a great way for, because there's a lot of the uh, spaces that create are interest-based, it's a great place for communities as well. So you could definitely have, have your, your, your own community on UHive that would be uh, extremely discoverable as well. For yeah. I'm sure there's more out there than you think. And, you know, they're just well, looking for... Lots, lots of us. You're, you're looking for one another, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we, I think we met at a party once. But, um, yeah, we, when you're doing this kind of either work or advocating for women or fundraising for women, you're going to cross each other's yeah. path at some point. Um, you know, big conferences like Philia have just taken place. Um, getting you know a thousand women together, I think maybe that, more than that. So. Was that the Billy Bragg thing that I saw on your Twitter? What was? Oh God, no! That that was just dreadful. That was, uh, yeah. He that, is. That came out of nothing. That. Was, <laughs> yeah. I, it, so so a bit of a nice segue into into Twitter actually because it's a something that we, we were just you know bantering about before we start recording. But the the, the fact that you were banned from from Twitter for. I mean, for basically what boils down to an opinion on something, um, and I'm not sure if in your sort of you know research into you hive before before we've had the, you know had had the put this podcast, um, you discovered that we actually created a decentralized moderation uh, standard, uh, which is something that Twitter uh, wanted to do uh, a couple of years ago. They actually announced it in 2019, never came to fruition. Uh, we we launched. Uh, I think correct me if I'm wrong, Robert. I think we we launched in uh, in October. I think we launched, or oh, September. September it was. So yes, yeah, yeah. September, definitely yeah, September. There you go. <laughs> so we actually we actually launched it in September. Um, we have a uh, a couple of thousand individual moderators who are actually active now on the platform. Um, and basically, what what happened to you on Twitter would never happen on UHive um, because we we're not centralized in terms of moderation. Uh, it's it's community moderated. One of the best ways we describe it to individuals is, is Wikipedia style sort of moderation. Um, so basically all the content that you see on UHIME, uh, you know, di- with you know, disregarding any, anything that contravenes our guidelines. So anything that's the bullying, harassment, pornography, nudity, um, spamming, that sort of stuff is immediately removed. We, we have a, a whole separate moder- moderation team that, that deals with that. And we also have a very um, sophisticated AI engine that also flags that sort of stuff and removes it. But anything other than that, that the you know the kind of thing that you said you you were actually you know banned from from Twitter for twelve days for, um, would always stay on UHive. It would never be censored. Um, it may be annotated by uh, some of the community moderators. Uh, you know, if it's something that's um, perhaps fact based, they may need uh, they may ask for further references to these these facts that are contained within the post. Um, it may be. Um, flagged as being in the wrong interest or being irrelevant to the discovery page which is for breaking news but other than that you know it, it, it's it's the type of content the type of thing that that would stay and remain on you hive um are you as somebody who has been uh, uh, i mean i don't know if we can call a victim of uh, of twitter's uh, corporate censorship but you know for, for somebody who's been in that position are, are you excited to see a social network like you hive come along that does sort of level the playing field um, and almost, you know, we, we pretty much guarantee that no deplatforming, uh, as long as you're not breaking uh, any, any of our guidelines. Is that something that somebody like yourself is, is, is you know, looking forward to? I'd like to see that happen, you know, and I absolutely wish you, you the best with it. I think that the trouble that we've got with um, platforms like Twitter is that there's no there's no real balance there in that yeah. some, some man can come along to me and say, I'm going to 
sorry, I don't know what language I can use here, so I'll, I'll be cautious. Oh, it's okay, we're, we're, we're pretty liberal. and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put my throat and all of this shit. And I cannot, you know, that I can complain until I'm blue in the face, that, that will stay there. You're a trans... Oh, okay. Somebody commented about my cancer and said, but you're still a and C word and all this stuff, you know, and it, and it's death and rape threats to women are, you almost see them as par for the course as a feminist. That's mm. coming. You, you, if you're there, that is going to, that's going to get you. And then the more. So, so you, you've had individuals make comments like that to you on Twitter and, and those individuals accounts have stayed. Yeah. Yeah. For that's incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's happening to women who speak out about um, on trans issues, especially. Mm-hmm. That those comments are coming all the time you know mm. baseball bats bloodied baseball bats oh, absolutely i mean absolutely i think you know i mean we, we shared our guidelines with you just before yeah. we any threats of threats of uh, violence or uh, you know harassment or any of that sort immediately removed i'm shocked actually that that twitter because i'm sure that contravenes their guidelines but it seems their their moderation is somehow broken i just ask you you know talk to you about this because i think that's that's important in that if someone said they don't agree with my views, that's one thing. That's absolutely yeah. fine. I don't think people can change sex. Somebody else thinks people can change sex. Absolutely. As long as that is expressed in a, a way that doesn't, you know, directly threaten someone. But yeah. this, this notion of harassment has been stretched very thin in, yeah, 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 yeah. on this issue in that if I say, if I call someone a he and I haven't correctly looked at the profile and it says trans and the person yeah. to me presents as he, and I say he, I can be removed for misgendering that person. Now, to me, that's not harassment. It can be, yeah. you, you know, some of these characters have avatars and, you know, yeah. my voice is there. It's really obvious that I'm a woman. You don't mm-hmm. need pronouns in bio to know that this is, this is female. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it is really difficult for women to, to say what they believe um, biologically about another person without being accused of harassment or without um, being accused of targeted hatred etc and that's just for speaking truth so sometimes yeah. it, it becomes almost disorientating you know to go but I know that that's not a woman and yeah yeah why am I not allowed to say that so yeah yeah I find, I find it, it's it's nuts isn't it that somebody could say the things that they've said to you and stay on a platform but somebody could could misgender somebody and, and be banned and be deplatformed. Um, and that that's the trying to that's the balance that we're we're trying to put all that back in, in into balance and, and sort of you know uh, racism as well that happens yeah, on social media. Yeah. Like it's exactly the same in a way. Like yeah. people can get away with being racist on social media, but you can't get away with having an uh, an opinion which isn't yeah that controversial. Really. So I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that you will moderate out racism. Yeah of, of course, course. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Absolutely. Our moderators are given a, a, a seven-day training uh, session, and they also also have their obviously their moderation. You have moderation guide that they have to follow to the letter, and and we do outline all of those those fundamental guidelines um, that we also have on our webpage, which is open to the public and everybody can see. So all that sort of stuff is absolutely moderated. And also, our AI is very very sophisticated, so we have keywords, we have image analysis that removes and cleans up a lot of that that sort of stuff. I think uh, for, for, for me, it's for the legacy social networks like Facebook, Twitter, for instance, it's not a case of they, they don't have the wherewithal to do it. I just, I just don't think they care. And they, they, don't, they lost the ability to care a long, 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 long time ago. And they've grown to such a degree that it's very difficult to sort of pivot and, and start fixing that at this point. People, um, aren't, 
people aren't leaving, so why would they change? Yeah, in, yeah. In a, I mean, exactly. The, the ad dollars are rolling in. I mean, why would you do anything to why jeopardize would you your user experience and your advertised relationships? Whereas you, Hive, we're we're at we're almost at a million users. Um, so we're about eight hundred twelve thousand registered users. Um, but but because we've sort of baked this all into the UHI platform from day one, we're quite confident that we can keep moving forward um, the way we have. And one of the very, very, very important things is we don't sell advertising space. So we are not at the behest of advertisers. Everything is community driven and community centric, um, you know, and it's all about decentralization. Our, our revenue stream comes from the um, the digital assets and, the, and the, the metaverse transactions that we built into our platform. Uh, so hopefully that's not something we will ever have to deal with in the future. Good. One of my yeah. it'd be nice to see a site that that didn't bow to this kind of um, juggernaut of pressure. I think yep. is you know it's uh, and it's like misogyny on steroids because it is targeted deliberately at women or or people expressing support for women. Yeah. And that that seems really unfair. I don't mind anybody else's views being there, but yeah. I want to see those. And even women I don't agree with. You know, some of the women I've seen banned don't share the same politics as me. They don't yeah. share the radical feminist aspect of those politics. But um, I would still like to hear those women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think yeah. they should be around, you know. Um, so, you know, women that I, I have fallen out with in the past that have been banned, I would like to see... Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we've addressed that in an earlier podcast is the, the ability to debate, you know, you, you, you cannot take that away. And the, and the, the, uh, you know, the ability to, to debate and also change minds and have your minds changed as well. I mean, that's what, you know, freedom is all about. And, and it's, and it's definitely been, uh, been hijacked on these other social platforms. Yeah. Sorry, Rob, I know you're itching to then... get the next <laughs> question. In. No, it's absolutely fine. I was going to come in and say that it's a, it's a it's a loud minority rather than a majority of people's yeah. views as well. I was um, we were going to touch upon the Professor Kathleen Stock. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if you want to comment on that or the J.K. Rowling, like which our users might know Me? more about. Which would you prefer, Jean? Me, I don't. I don't mind either. I mean, uh, I think they're both interesting. Yeah, both interesting. Let's, time, go yeah. A, let's go with let's go with the Kathleen Stock, uh, Professor Kathleen Stock, I should say, uh, who was made to resign from the University yeah. of Sussex for allegations of transphobia. Mm. Uh, could you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Um, Kathleen wrote a book called Material Girls, which was very, very well received. Um, you know, she's spoken over a couple of years now out on the um, the issue of. Um, transgender ideology the book was very very moderate it wasn't you know offensive in any way I don't think she'd have got it published if it was so you know this was a book just designed to and there were other books at the time giving the opposite side of of, um, the opposite viewpoint now Kathleen is a very well respected feminist um, philosopher Uh, sorry I'm saying she's feminist I'm putting that on her She's she's a philosopher and I many of her views that I, I think she expresses align with feminist women mm. but Kathleen has always been one of the the women that frames this in a, a really careful and really cautious way and I've never heard her say anything deeply offensive mm. ever she's never says anything ill-considered so when this kind of backlash came against her where she was faced with posters all over her university calling for her resignation um you know calling her transphobic and really were quite threatening in nature they were burning flares at the side of her name Mm. and you know that that injury is not lost on women of of the the burning 
very close to okay a woman's name but you know that that has very very strong imagery um and you know linking that in with jk rowling another very well respected writer some of the things that have been said about her are appalling she's mm -hmm. Her views, again, were expressed very moderately. She talked about her own abuse as a reason why she knew that women would, would need single-sex space. She expressed sympathy with people suffering gender dysphoria. Um, she expressed that she doesn't care who people sleep with or what they wear, that that has, you know, she isn't bigoted against those people. But this is the point. No capitulation, no kind of prostrating yourself mm -hmm. will do. It has to be complete and utter um adherence to these rules yeah. that, that are established so you know some of us are a little bit a little bit stronger on what we will say and what we can get away with i was investigated for transphobia when i was teaching never said a word in school about any of these issues so the things were very separate to my life mm. and um i was called a cervix owner by someone in my class didn't matter to me you know, that's what you think. It's yeah. offensive, but that's okay. I never expressed my views on this to any child ever, but someone reported me to my workplace mm -hmm. because the things that I say on Twitter that I don't believe people can change sex. I had to stand up for myself. It took about, I think it was nearly six months. It was horrific, you know. Yeah, what a waste of time and, uh, yeah. and, and, and energy I and effort. Yeah. You know, it was very, very stressful because you've got a house and a kid and all those yeah. things. You don't know if you're going to get work. Um I'm now much freer in what I can say because I'm um, I'm retired. So that, yeah. that's kind of, and I think I think as well, if I'm not mistaken, as well, Jean, in, in, in both of those cases, um, so social media was weaponized. Mm. Uh, hashtags, uh, you know, um, a, a commentary, but you know, sort of, sort of you know directed at these individuals. Um, that they were using hashtags to to spread it, to to gain momentum, um, to sort of you know gain followers. And for instance, again, you know, if, if that sort of thing were, were to, to happen on UHI because of the community moderation, even some, whatever content is posted and even whatever tools are used like hashtags or tagging and would also come under moderation as well. So ho hopefully if, if something like that happened, again, it's, it's we're, we're, you know, we're not saying that any, any model is perfect. It's, it's not, you know, we, we live in a, If you live in a free society, there's always going to be bias. There's always going to be, you know, people at different ends of the spectrum. But I think the fairest thing you can do is allow everybody to partake in, in sort of the, the, the judgment and the, the actions that are, that are taken against, you know, individuals that are posting or putting anything online. Yeah. So, you know, I think that that would have been a, a great example of when perhaps there would have been some kind of control over those those negative, you know, hashtags, those negative say, comments, um, rather than just the sort of the spreading like wildfire, which they, they they did on Twitter and existing social networks. Having said that, though, um, you know, when this started to happen to Kathleen, for example, um, Lucy Masood is a, is a barrister and myself decided to put our own hashtag together in support. I saw that as well, yeah. And you actually yeah, counteracted that. Yeah, so that was um, shame on Sussex Uni. And that led to, you know, the media attention and, and yeah. You know, it was it offered masses of support to, yeah. to Kathleen, which she needed at that time. Um, so, you know, sometimes it can be, it does seem to me that some sort of tide is turning now, that there are yeah. enough, enough people that are now willing to stick their hands up and say, no, nah, not happening. I think people are simply getting fed up. You know, they're getting fed up with it. Uh, it's yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that's come to my mind a little bit during this conversation is Jordan Peterson. Like, oh, I was the, his he, name kept, 
you don't I, flash your two I would not well, expect yeah. having this conversation to see him as an ally of yours at all he's not an alloy of yours but (laughs) he is fighting a fight against this sort of transphobia as well i I suppose i pay no attention to him i mean i've got to be honest with you i'm not interested in what men say i'm i'm on (laughs) that kind of extreme Um, i'll say this there are too many kings of feminism at the moment he's definitely not doesn't want to masquerade as a king of feminism Uh, he, I, he he went to the courts in Canada and then yeah he, I, th- I think he, it was uh, yeah it was it was um, they were the, trying to get him to use pronouns by and, by, yeah, for, by force by force yeah, and, and you cannot sort of, yeah, tell me yeah. how to speak yeah, basically yeah. which is which, which is which is why I I, I under, you know I got I, I got a hint of that as well when you when you were talking about sort of you know your your rights and your freedoms to to use you know um, certain pronouns in certain situations and if you misunderstand or you misgender somebody it's not always something that's done with with any malicious intent and I think that's what he he was he was talking about as well yeah I didn't think you'd ally with him <laughs> I had my suspicions <laughs> it's not that it's not, I mean I'm, you know obviously I've got a husband so there's, yeah. um, it's not that but I do feel that there are there are strange people being thrown together that um you know i'm not happy to say that those people are on the same side as me because those are people who would otherwise um restrict the freedoms of women and so i could never call those people allies if they're on the extreme right then they are going to take away my freedoms in other ways so you know that that, it's not always the enemy of my enemy is my My friend friend. (laughs) not always i think think that not all of the women in this debate think that some are very happy to have male leaders (laughs) i think what 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 is apparent though is that if it's coming from both sides of the political spectrum Mm. something's happening oh yeah something something's there's a tide changing in in the world surely yeah. I, I know that like a lot of people are saying like Billy uh, Eilish. I can't ever pronounce her name either. Uh, <laughs> she's like quite a quite a conservative sort of character, mm. like especially for like a younger like someone that the younger yeah. crowd would look up to. She's quite a conservative person compared to like a Nicki Minaj or something mm. uh, character like that, which I think is quite interesting. I think, I think Russell, Russell Brand is another great um, you know sort of uh, example to look at as well. Who's who's you know he's not dividing he's uniting um and if you if you uh, his podcast is is uh, is, is quite interesting uh, i would recommend uh, after you watch you talk uh, <laughs> to to give uh, give us a brand's podcast a listen as well because um I mean, he's doing exactly like you know basically what what you've just sort of touched on there rob is is sort of uniting the it's, it's, it's the first time really in in a long time that the left and right can actually agree and unite on certain issues um while that might not always be, uh, you know, to everybody's uh, favour, it's, it, it's, it, it does show that, that Gene, like what you see, the tides are turning. If, if these two political ends of the spectrum can actually unite on, on for kind of common causes, you know, here and there, um, then, then, yeah, the, the winds of change are blowing. Uh, I don't dictate to anybody, you know, I don't think shouldn't dictate what other people's allegiances yeah. are but likewise i shouldn't be forced to ally with people that i don't feel comfortable yeah, yeah. with so of course when i was being abused part of my past you know my politics was stripped from me so my politics are really important to me mm. now my my um, left-wing politics are very important so you know I, I there are boundaries that we all establish for ourselves but you can't establish those boundaries for someone else you can't tell someone mm. else who to work with or who not to work with you know just 
you personally make those choices, I think. Yeah, I love that. I'm really excited to see what you do with things here. I think um, yeah. things like Mumsnet that are under constant attack for women, just women speaking to each yeah. other. If you're going to host a, a platform here where women can speak to each other, even women who maybe don't always agree with each other, that would be really useful. We're not going to ditch Twitter if we're yeah. still allowed to be there because, um, you know, that that's I can fundraise there. That is why I've stuck and I've abided by everything they say. So sometimes I will say things in a more cautious manner than I might want to because I can raise money there. But a free space where we could actually have proper debate, that would be yeah. really good. That would be really good. Well, it, it, it's happening and it's, ha it's happening here in the metaverse, in the, in the UHI's metaverse. So that's going to be a very exciting uh, development that everybody's going to be able to enjoy at the end of November. So we're, we're launching um, a layer on the, on the network um, called the Oasis. And it's, this is the Oasis 2.0. So it's quite a very immersive uh, experience. It's, it's very 3D-esque. It's going to be enhanced with, uh, with VR headsets. That's coming in 2022. Um, but, but, you know, what's cool about it is that you can find sort of clusters of communities and based on the content that you can sort of explore and, uh, and almost fly through because that's the kind of experience that, that you're going to get on this, um, this sort of immersive layer of the network is, yeah, it's almost like neighborhoods where you can actually, like, you know, visit neighborhoods where people sort of think the same way you do and engage in conversations. If somebody wants to come in and, and, and enjoy that, that, that community and, and um, you know, even if they have uh, an opinion that sort of goes against the, the, uh, the, the general consensus, they can be debated, they can try and change minds, they can have their minds changed and absolutely, you know, just freedom to just go about your business in the, within those communities. Um, as long as the guidelines are respected and everybody's sort of space is, 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 is uh, respected and obviously no bullying, no harassment and no, no threats of violence, that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, and it will all be community moderated. So, uh, you know, absolutely no censorship, no centralization. So will you have a section that is, you know, largely based around women's politics then? Will that be... If, if, if a creator creates that space, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's not obvious. And we, we, don't, we don't create the communities or the spaces. Um, we just assign an interest where those communities can be uh, created. So somebody can have at least a starting point. So if it's news and politics, if it's sports and fitness, if it's art and architecture, but then within those, those interests, uh, if a creator generates a space in a community... Um, they invite people to to join it and you can share your uh, uh, because it's it's kind of like a map so you can you can share your coordinates um, and people can just tap on that coordinate um, it acts as a URL and it, you'll just zoom into the, the app will open and you'll zoom into that community and it, you'll just sort of see all those individual profiles all around you and if you sort of zoom out you can see the cluster of that community and, and, and also satellite networks as well that will probably branch off as well so you might have a group where the, uh, the topic of the community is perhaps feminism, but then you'll have different branches that sort of branch off from that. And, 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 it, and it's extremely discoverable and it's extremely easy to, to join in. So That's we're exciting. very excited for that launch as well. We, we're looking, we'll be looking out for your space. Make sorry, sure, sorry. Make sure it's easily explained to um, old women like me. But... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, I think, I You're think not old, yeah. Jean. How old are you? 55. Oh, no, you don't, you don't, you don't look at it. Yeah. No, I, don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. I think that's a good good place to end it, to be honest. Okay. Uh, one question that I did want to ask, <laughs> which, do you believe that men can be feminists? No. You don't? <laughs> no, not at all. Like, so, like, the new age of feminism. Like, so I would identify myself. No new age feminism. Is it just, <laughs> just no? 
It was just one age of feminism. About fighting the oppression of, of uh, female people by male people. So, you know, I'm sorry, but that's... The patriarchy. That doesn't work, yeah. yeah. Nice. Allies. <laughs> feminist allies. Fami- uh, I can that's ally. what we like, yeah. Nice. Well... We, you, we, we, we're going to create no. a feminist ally space, Rob and I, on, uh, on you oh, guys. So. Yeah, please, take them all over nope. there. Leave them there. <laughs> we'll, we'll deal with we'll, it. We'll move it away from, from, from your community. Uh, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll take them all. We'll have them. Why not? <laughs> uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you, Gene. Very, very eye-opening. And, like, I wish you the best of luck with all the stuff. Yeah, I think about well, what you're doing is brilliant. Like, and and any way that, yeah. Firing. Any way you hide can, can support that, that, that mission, uh, um, you know, absolutely. Lovely, and you know, obviously, I hope that we can come over to you and and speak and get more get more women on. We would love to see your community, you know, growing on on the UHI platform. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me on. No worries at all. Thank you very much for coming, and uh, make sure you like and subscribe and check out uh, Jean's Twitter. I know we'll we mentioned put all the links. In the we'll put all the links in the description, yeah. and also links to all the charities that we mentioned, and also all the other things if you want to Brilliant. support. Thank okay. You. Thank you very much. All for- right. Thanks a lot, Jean. Bye. And Bye. thanks to you, Virginia. Thank you. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.